Everyone tells you to just stop comparing yourself, to focus on your own lane, to not compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter seven. And let's be real, that all sounds great, but it is damn difficult. We are constantly scrolling on social media, seeing what other people are doing, seeing them post their highlight reels, and you're just sitting there like, huh, what am I doing wrong? Why am I not there? Am I a failure? Am I good for nothing? Trust me, if you feel like that, you're not alone. In this video, we're covering everything so that you can understand what comparison is, the different types, and the solutions so that you can pick and choose what feels good for you. But with that being said, let's get straight into it. So let's talk about the comparison types. There's two of them. There's an upward comparison and then there's a downward comparison. If you're comparing yourself upward, you're essentially looking at everyone around you, whether that's on social media or in real life or your best friend, and you see that they're doing better than you, and so you feel this sense of inadequacy, this jealousy, this envy feeling like you can't measure up to them. Now, a downward comparison is where you look at people who you believe are doing worse than you, whether that's spiritually, emotionally, physically, financially. Now, you may think that by doing this, it's going to make you feel better about yourself, but you you'll realize a few days later that you're stuck at ground zero where you feel completely inadequate either way. So ask yourself, what do you usually do and what are you doing right now? Are you comparing yourself upward or downward? Because recognizing which way you're going is the first step towards breaking this pattern. Part two is all about the causes. Number one, we compare ourselves because we are hardwired to pursue status. If you take a moment and look at all of the animals in the animal kingdom, you'll realize that every single animal has a dominance hierarchy. Take a lion as an example. If you look at a lion, they live in social groups called prides. And in a lion pride, there's a dominant male. That male is called the alpha male. If you look at Lion King, Mufasa was the alpha male before he died, which was really, really sad. But Mufasa, what did he have? He had the access to all the resources. He controlled the entire group. He had the best chances of mating with the hottest cheetah out there. I don't know if she was a cheetah, but like you get my point. And the same goes for female lions. Now, if you look at animals, this hierarchy comes down to size and strength, right? It's not based on appearance necessarily. But if you look at us humans, it's entirely different. There's a more social nuance involved where we have to look at all of the socio-cultural factors that take place. Things like your job, your appearance, your education, your financial status. The reason that this is important to understand is because it is ingrained into our DNA and our blood to seek status and respect and recognition. But the problem is that we are constantly looking left and right and up and down to stack up and see how we measure up to other people. We do this by looking at all the hot celebrity influencers on Instagram, or the person who just got engaged, the person who just got a partner, the person who got a promotion, the one who is having the thriving business the first year they're launching. By comparing ourselves, it doesn't increase our status or our respect. It just leads us to feeling more anxious, more insecure, more unworthy, and more stressed. The second reason we compare ourselves to other people is because we're conditioned to view what looks successful. Would you rather earn $50,000 a year while your friends make 25k a year? Or would you rather make 100k a year while all of your friends are making 300k? So this exact question was a study that was conducted by Harvard and the results showed that the majority of those students answered the first one, meaning that they would rather earn 50k while their friends earn 25k than being the person who earns less compared to their friends, meaning 100 and 300k. The lesson is that we all have this social cultural phenomenon where we do not want to fall below the social benchmarks of our friends or our peers. We'd rather not be like that. The third reason that we compare ourselves is because of the obvious. 
social media. It is so easy to go on TikTok and go on Instagram and look at someone who has something that you have and feel like you do not measure up. And studies have shown that social media actually engages the same parts of your brain as addictive drugs. Think about that. That is what these CEOs and billionaires have done with all of these apps. And no wonder you feel like complete shit about yourself. It's because you're spending your time wondering what everyone else is doing around you instead of spending the time to look at yourself and be like, man, maybe I can do something similar. No, you'd rather consume and compare because you think that's making you feel better, but in reality, it's just making you feel like complete shit. The fourth reason you compare yourself is because you're in a scarcity mindset. Think of it as you're wearing these pair of glasses, right? And when you wear these glasses, every single direction you look is filled with life being unfair, like there's not enough to go around, like you'll never be able to do what you wanna do, that everything is already saturated, versus when you're in an abundance mindset, you look at everyone around you and you're like, damn, I am so happy for that person. I am so happy that she got engaged. I am so happy that she grew on social media. Now the fifth reason you're comparing yourself is because you're living in confirmation bias. So for the majority of my life, I was someone who considered herself to be very socially anxious and introverted. I would constantly feel so self-conscious. It held me back for a very long time. And I remember last year, I went to this really important networking event. It was with all of these professionals. And I remember when I went there, I was so nervous. I thought that everyone would think I was weird, that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't supposed to be there. And so when I went there, I noticed that I was thinking to myself, oh my God, like, what is everyone thinking of me? Like, is everyone paying attention to me? Do I look weird? Am I dressed too bad? Am I, what do I say when someone talks to me? The reason this is so dangerous is because it leads to confirmation bias. So if someone walks up to you and they talk to you, you might think to yourself, man, they're just speaking to me out of pity. Like they don't want to hear what I have to say. They probably can see how awkward I am. They're just doing it because they know I'm out of place. It becomes worse and worse and worse. Where no matter how successful or what opportunities come your way, you'll never be able to recognize that you actually did make a positive impression on people around you because you always have this bias internally that you will never measure up to anyone. And that is a huge cause as to why you compare yourself. Part three, solutions. Let's get into them. Number one, social media. Very simple. Clean, delete, block, remove, mute, the whole nine yards. I don't care who they are. If they're not serving your life, if they're not contributing to anything valuable, delete them. Because the issue is that you're just constantly seeing all this bullshit on your phone and you don't want to clean it out. Clean out the phone like you're cleaning out your room. When I was in college and I started building my brand and doing unconventional things, the first thing I did was I went on Instagram, I went on who I was following, and I unfollowed everyone. Even if they were my friends, I knew that I just didn't want to be around them anymore. They weren't adding any value to my life. They weren't doing anything that was inspiring me. So why am I going to follow them? Does that make me selfish? Sure. Do I give a no, because it's my life, it's my choices, and it's my future, and I'm gonna do what feels right for me. The same goes for you. The other thing is that I don't scroll to consume. I scroll to create. There's a big damn difference. Use social media as a tool for leverage, not as a tool for depression and comparison. Now, the second part to social media is limiting your screen time, and I know that this is not easy, but you need to do this. You need to create boundaries with when you're using it and how you're using it. If that means that you have to take one day of the week and just completely delete all the apps, do that. I started doing that on Sundays and it's changed my entire mental health. You also need to make sure that you're not using it in the mornings or before you sleep. Pick up a book instead. Watch Netflix instead. I don't give a shit. Do not go on social media. Number two, 
Look at the whole package when you compare yourself to someone. 99% of us, when we compare ourselves to someone, we're looking at the accomplishments, the personality, the appearance, all of the highlights. We're looking at all of the best parts of someone that we look up to. But here's the thing, I guarantee you that you're not looking or paying attention to the parts that you shouldn't compare yourself to. For example, look at Lindsay Lohan. She was on her role as an actor, but then what happened? She had a DUI, she was addicted to cocaine, she got arrested, she was in jail. Look at the Kardashians, beautiful, gorgeous, got divorces. Every single person you look up to has bullshit that they're dealing with, but the problem is that you're not looking at the bullshit. You're just looking at the OMG shit. So the next time you compare yourself to someone, make sure that you're looking at the whole package, not just selectively choosing what you're comparing yourself to. My next tip to overcoming comparison is to create a gratitude practice. I know you've heard this over and over again. You're probably like, Simi, bullshit. I get it. I know it. No. I did the same thing and I checked myself. Create a gratitude practice. Here's why. When you compare yourself, you're focused on lack. You're focused on the skills you lack, the relationships you lack, the opportunities that you lack, the status and wealth and prestige that you lack, so on so forth. That is why a gratitude practice is so powerful because neurochemically, it's shifting your focus from focusing on what you don't have to appreciating what you do have. And there is a lot that you can appreciate, man. I don't wanna get into politics, but I follow this guy named Montaz and he's in Palestine right now with the whole war that's going on and every single day when I go on his feed and I watch his stories I'm constantly reminded of how grateful I should be because I have a bed a roof over my head food water shelter and safety meanwhile kids are getting bombed parents have lost their kids people are dying people don't have a home they don't have water hospitals are getting bombed I should be so grateful for what I have right now because what I have right now is so much more than enough sure you're always gonna want more sure you're always gonna strive for more and that is important but don't strive for things at the expense of appreciating what you do have my next tip for you is to become aware of your comparison triggers if you can better understand when you compare yourself to others why you compare yourself to others and what those comparisons are you're in the driver's seat because now you have more insight into where your mind is going and you can do stuff with that information so here's your action plan spend a day or a week tracking yourself every single time you're comparing yourself to others and then then get clear on the thoughts. What thoughts are you feeling about yourself when you do compare yourself to someone? And then get clear on the feelings. What feelings arise? Is it unworthiness? Is it jealousy? Is it hopelessness? Is it fear? Is it doubt? Is it uncertainty? So now that you have a list of all of the trigger events and the feelings that you're feeling, see if you can group all of them into one or two overlying beliefs. Here are some examples. Maybe it's I'm not good enough or I'll never be good enough. I'm falling really behind in life. Maybe it's life will never work out in my face. Favor. There's no point in trying. I'm a complete piece of shit and a failure. You get it. Once you get clear on those, now it's time to challenge these beliefs. There's a four-step process that you can do with this, and I think this is by a person named Katie Bryan. I'll I'll link where I got this from. So take every single belief you have and start questioning it. Let's say the belief is that you're not worthy of a good relationship. The first thing you're gonna do is you're gonna ask yourself. Is this belief true? Am I really not worthy of a relationship? No. Who said that I wasn't? That was me. Am I really unworthy? No. The second question that you're going to ask yourself is, can you be absolutely sure that this belief isn't true? Am I really not worthy of a relationship? Like, no. 
I can find a relationship. There's plenty of people out there. You see how you're kind of like breaking apart this belief and you're loosening the grip? The third question you're gonna ask yourself about the belief is how do I feel and react when I do believe that this is true? In the relationship example, if you were to believe that you were unworthy and that there's no one out there, you'd feel hopeless, you'd be like, why bother trying? You'd attract relationships where you would automatically assume that it wouldn't work out, that they're not gonna be loyal to you, that they're not gonna commit to you, so now your brain is living in confirmation bias. Now the last question that you're going to ask yourself to completely loosen the grip of this belief is who am I without this belief? Put the relationship example aside, maybe it's you feel like you're falling behind. Who would you be without this belief? You'd be someone who is consistent. You would be someone who has a goal and a dream and a vision and you go after it relentlessly because you're not blinded by this belief that you're falling behind, that there's no point in trying, that everyone is above you or better than you. No, because you're in your own lane and you know that you're not falling behind because falling behind is an illusion. So if you knew that this belief wasn't true, ask yourself, how would you show up? What would you be doing? How would you feel? What actions would you take on a day-to-day -day basis? Do this for every single belief that you have. My next tip for you to overcome comparison is to keep track of all of the compliments you receive. I remember on Halloween, I took a walk to just see what was going on and all the kids and stuff. And one of my neighbors, who's known me since I started this whole social media journey back in 2021, she sees me and she's like, I am so proud of you. I saw your TED talk. I see what you post you have grown so much I was taken aback because I was like really did I actually grow that much like I don't feel like it you see what I mean I undermined myself because what I did was that at that moment I was thinking about all of the people I was comparing myself to the places that I wanted to get to meanwhile this person has seen me from when I was in college oftentimes you can't appreciate who you are because you're biased about yourself you've been with yourself when you fucked up when things went wrong when you've been ashamed of things that you shouldn't have done so what's important is that you keep track of what these people say about you because there are so many things that you should feel proud of but it's very hard to consciously recognize them when your brain is living in this horrible mentality so just take out your notes list go on your notes and just write down everything that someone has said to you every compliment you've received every acknowledgement that you've been given you can look at this list and remind yourself of all of the gifts that you have that you can't even consciously realize and then you're like damn I am a bad bitch I do know who I am and that's the best feeling to live in. Now my last tip which has helped me so so much is to use your rivals as your inspiration. By rivals it's not a negative thing. It's anyone that you look up to that you're inspired by that you want to do that you want to be like. Maybe you admire someone who is this amazing communicator. They have the best speaking abilities. They can speak their thoughts in a way that captivates you. Maybe you want that skill set so that you can negotiate better or ask your boss for a promotion or start the YouTube channel and build the brand based on your voice and your ideas and your thoughts. Well, if you look at someone who has that skill, instead of looking at them and being like, damn, I will never be able to communicate with that kind of confidence, switch that around and be like, wow, I really admire this person. Let me study them. Let me see where they started. Let me see how I can improve. Then you're resourceful. Now you're going to find the books. You're going to listen to the podcast. You're going to watch the YouTube videos. You're going to ask people questions. You're going to find the mentors and you're taking initiative. Instead of just looking at someone and being like, damn, I would never be like them. I am just too shy. I'm an introvert. I'm not good enough. I'm boring. At the end of the day, you become the most powerful when you can channel your envy and your 
your jealousy into your superpower. You will have everything you want and more simply because of that quality. Anyways, that concludes the end of this video. If there's anything that really caught your attention that you resonated with, please let me know in the comments below. You can follow me on Instagram, join my newsletter. You can also listen to every single episode on the go on my podcast at The Simeonon Show. Anyways, I love you all and I will see you guys in my next video. Take care.